got a fever, and the only prescription is more. This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! In the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 10th, 2016. Broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today we have four blind taste testers for Cigar Journal Magazine with us. And they will smoke the same cigar without the band on it officially for the magazine right here live. It's Barry's Bachelor Party. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist... We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. It is Barry's Bachelor Party. It begins right now. What are we doing, Barry's Bachelor Party? I, What's I feel about? like I'm about to go to jail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're going to be heading down to the North End in Boston. Here we so. go. So we're going to do it uh, Italian style. Barry's Bachelor Party Italian style. Really, this is the hungover edition of yeah. the Cigar Authority. Because <laughs> as I understand it, you tied more than a few on last yeah, night, Yeah, the, the bottle that's sitting on our table of uh, Zaya rum. I did a whole bottle last night. Um, the party started a little early. Could it be that you're just trying to dull the pain of your impending nuptials? No comment. Now, what you should be doing... He's drinking this, no. but instead you are drinking this. He's not even touching the water. He's not even putting it's a It's not the seal isn't even cracked can on you, the water. Can we replace the water with vodka? It's not a good idea, man. It make me strong like bull. No, there I don't think so. I think it's time to have a shot because Barry's tying the knot, so let's uh, join him in, in a shot. I've already, I've already poured one for myself. There you that, have. You're on your third over there. Don't think I wasn't counting. Second. So yes. uh, pouring one for Dave. And this is something good? It's a uh, Ron Zaya rum. It's a uh, it's a sipping rum. It is meant to be drank straight. And uh, straight I don't know if John, I don't know if Jonathan can drink anything straight, but there we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations! Is a congratulations to Barry's stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. No, he's uh, it's, it's it's about time, right? Yeah, forty-seven. That's it. I actually thought like once you hit the age thirty. The only thing that was left were the rejects. Yep. But Heidi proved that not to be the case, so I'm actually a very lucky man. You haven't proved it to be the case, but no. she has. Yes. She has. <laughs> yes. A little vanilla on that uh, I taste that Zaya. I taste it. Not just vanilla. This is vanilla bean. Like it was soaked in the alcohol I and concur. infusing Well, we're going to see how, sh- how sharp your taste buds really are. Is it bad that we're actually drinking some alcohol where we're going to have Wait, this? you're not supposed to do that? I don't know. I don't know when you – usually it's coffee for me. I'm always tasting the cigars with coffee, but we'll see what it gets. I have it covered on my end over here. 
So uh, who's the best man, Barry Stein? Uh, that would be Ed Santa Maria, who I work with over in the uh, Nashua location. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he has done this uh, a couple of times before in the past, been best man. He's a good, good guy. Good yeah, guy. you know, uh, total confident, really one of my best friends here in New Hampshire. Yeah. So, uh, Isn't that nice that you end up working with somebody and you never knew him before? No, nah, uh, we get along like we've known each other for a lot longer than two and a half years. staggering. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, worst man? Mr. Jonathan? No comment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he's, he wants to bump the, the gift up a little bit. He doesn't want to take it down. All right. I got a couple of questions for you. Um, who was Batman? Adam West. Adam West. It goes old school. It depends who you are, but I go with Adam West because we're talking bat, the Batman, the TV Batman. Who was Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire. Peter Parker. Peter Parker was Ben. There we go. So Adam West is Batman. Adam West, the actor, is Batman. Yes, he is. But Tobey Maguire is not Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is the actor of that plays Spider-Man. I've ne- actually never seen Spider-Man the movie. I was Sp- trying to remember Spider-Man the, the movie made more money than Batman the TV series yeah, if you it, multiplied it by a, a, an exponent of 50. Well, that's what I was trying to remember, the actor from the TV series. But the TV series was so bad, I don't yeah. remember who the actor was. It was, was on like, uh, but Adam West was Batman. That's how you think of Batman. I will meet me. He's also o- the mayor of Quahog. Yes, he is. As Adam West. As Adam West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as Batman or anybody else, but as Adam, Adam West. Adam <sighs> West. Adam West. So this is the... Barry Stein Bachelor Party Edition. Wait till the divorce edition of this. It's going to be way better. Because you've got to imagine, right? You have to Is this, this going to stick? We'll, we'll see. I'm a very difficult person to get along with. So. I agree. <laughs> What's difficult is you've done 47 years not being married. Yeah, you're, you're beyond the halfway mark. Yes. Why yeah. wreck a perfect streak? Not wreck, because you should be with somebody. <laughs> you should end up with somebody. Somebody got to take care of them. I'm not saying you don't end up with somebody, but just, you know, don't make it official. Nah, what's the difference? If this ever happens, if I end up getting divorced, I will never marry again. New Hampshire has common law wife laws, right? Yeah, it takes like 10 years. You move out for a week and move back <laughs> I think in. It's seven. Seven years. Seven years. Yep. Yeah. So that's what it is. All right. We're going to smoke a very interesting cigar here. This is... Uh, Labeled 1641, 1641. Mm. What can you tell us about this, Barry? (laughs) It's dark. It's five five inches, 50 ring gauge. That's the magic of it. We have no idea anything about it. And it has a beautiful white band with a handwritten number on it. That it does. That's something special. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and we've done, we we get our package of cigars, and we all go through Mm -hmm. this cigar journal tasting. And I said, just save one of them, 1641. Only for the reason that it looked like the shiniest. It wasn't all that big. Because uh, sometimes some of these cigars take me over two hours to yes. get through a, a cigar tasting. So maybe we can get through this in an hour. Uh, we'll see. But I have down as a description, and they make us, you know, we have a lot of things here. We have to put a description of what it is. Five-inch Robusto, dark. I have it as dark chocolate Robusto. Okay. Now, so, Derek, are you able to smoke this since it's a one-of-a-kind cigar? Uh, I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I gotta <laughs> sit this one out. Yeah, every single thing you that you smoke, yeah. you have no idea what it Not is. Not a clue. But it this, looks really nice. Yeah, it looks good and oily. It, it's a very interesting. The whole project is very. It makes interesting. me smoke cigars differently than I ever did. So if we had to describe this cigar in a scale of one to five, one being the veins are very chunky, five being the veins are tiny. 
That's the question. That's the first question. I feel like answers. we should all write our answers before we all right. divulge it. So it has five little circles. You put an X in a circle or before or after the circle if you want to go into the, into the half type of thing. I use that option yep. a lot. So um, it's saying, uh, and it's written in three different languages here, <laughs> but um, one of his is the rapper. Is it chunky veins or tiny veins, one through five, or closest to the tiny vein or whatever, and I am going to pick my spot here. Everybody picked it? Yes. Yep. All right. What do you got, Derek? I got four. I'm a fan of the half point, so I got four and a half. I'm with Barry Stein. I'm, I'm at four and a half. What's the half point? Oh, between the two you circles. You just explained it. I got it. <laughs> well, I was thinking the half point was the three. Ah. Half point was three. Four, four and a half. Four and a half. And straight four. Four, four and a half. Yeah. I have four. So, All right, so we have two wrong, so, two right. Same page so far. So the answer is four, <laughs> obviously. Team, well, four, team Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein are uh, in the lead right now. Yeah, it's four and a quarter average, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to put that down, actually. <laughs> four and a quarter average, because at the end of this thing, we'll see how we average out. Uh, next question is, uh, is it sandy or oily? Yeah, sandy or down. silky slash oily? Yep. Sandy or silky <laughs> slash oily? I am. This is gonna, enthralling radio. Take yep. your time. Yes. I know. I don't know if this is going to be any good or not, but it's what, terrible already. Because nobody else has the cigar besides us four. So what do you got, uh, Barry? Four and a half. Yeah, I'm at four. Four. Four and a half. Uh huh. So we have a four and a quarter. You're off my team. <laughs> so we're, we're in the same uh, range here. Now it's color. Like this is all before you even smoke the cigar. Yeah, we have very cut light it, nothing. Or, or almost black. Very light or almost black. I'm going. Uh, I'm going four on that. You don't say it out loud, so you're going first. You already went. You already went. So you, you already said you're four. going at four. I went at three and a half. Four. Four. I went four and a half. Four and a half. I can't do the math. So we're average is four. Four. Yeah. All right. Average is four, and then we got to look at construction, and I would imagine that would be before we lit. Yep. Yeah. Is the construction soft you or like firm? To feel, I like to feel the whole cigar and see you if should, there's any voids. Because the you second like question the shaft, don't you? is uneven. I'll ignore that. Or even. <laughs> uneven or even. Now, is it soft or firm? I look at construction on this because we haven't got to cutting Cut it, yet. it yet. Yep. I look at this. Is it even throughout? Is it firm all the way throughout? Correct. Okay. It, it's asking even or uneven and soft and firm. So uh, what is the construction on this? Uh, I would say I'm going to go first here, and I'm going to say a four on firm and a four and a half on even. All right, I went fives across the board. Fives. I went three on firm, so right in the middle. So and we're, then we're at four, even, yeah. Yep. And then for uh, evenness, I went four. Four and yep. you guys went five and you I went, went a four three, and a half. Huh? So I, I think I had mine a little bit more humidified. You oh. got the little. It comes yeah. with a little pack. That yeah, we should all be the same. Yep. But I uh, have mine in my travel humidor that has additional right. humidification. So let's so give ruined it. it. All right, so yeah. let's give ruined. it a let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars, which. This could be a Perdomo cigar. We don't know. Perdomo cigars are the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, 
tradition, in excellence. Excellence. And I know that um, the people from Perdomo are actually in Germany now. Uh, they're all in Europe, all the companies, because the big show is next week. Inter Tobac. Inter Tobac. That's the big, like, the IPCPR trade show of the rest of the world. All happens there. So we cut the cigar. Uh, we, we, we all used the guillotine cutter. We all used the Lotus um, jaws. jaws. Yep. So now we take a, a, a dry taste, a dry pull on it. Yep. Because, er, already because, wrote mine down. Because it's asking how the draw is. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, you take the draw when after you light the cigar, it should be the draw. But the draw is going to be the draw no matter what. Yeah. Unless it's a covered foot. Right. Absolutely. But you could take uh, – we've had one or two closed feet cigars, and I took that into account, comparing them mentally to other closed foot cigars, and are, you're still getting something through it. And then I'm not, I'm not opposed completely to amending mm-hmm. that draw. Do you guys make your choice of how the drawer is at this point, or do you wait till you like the cigar? No, this is where I make it. Yeah, this, this is where, where I make it. Me too. Okay, so we all do the same without even talking to each other. Isn't that interesting that we all do it right? Barry, what do you think for a draw? <laughs> Five. Five? I think it's perfect. How about you, Mr. J? I got a two. Two? Yeah, it's tight. I got a three. Oh, my God. Two, three, five, and I have a four and a half. Yeah. Mine's a little snug. So what do we got there? Maybe uh, three and a half, four? Three and seven fifths? No, normally if I were to. (laughs) I mean, three and three quarters? (laughs) I'll have another shot of rum, please. If I were to have a cigar that had a draw like this. Three and three quarters. I would run to the draw poker, and I would poke it a few times. But because this is for a tasting, I know. Yeah, you you just have to let it ride. And how it plays out, it plays out. Mine is very good. A four and a half, and Barry's saying five. I mean, I could have gave it a five, too. A little bit of a tug, which I like. But I try to say that. Who doesn't good. like a little bit of no, a time? No, nobody. nobody. <laughs> I would think nobody. But All right. So uh, let's give it a light. A little molasses-like sweetness on the uh, cold drop. Yeah. There. Now, it's not asking that ever. It doesn't no, ask. What I always write it down, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you write that under flaws? No. I, I, on the first third, I write cold colon, and then I write down with the cold drawers. Gotcha. Yeah. Our next category is flaws. So we're supposed to say if there's a flaw here, I don't have anything. I nope. leave that blank when it's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ended up, uh, the way I look at it is, if you ended up with a nick in the wrapper. Or a water would, spot. Uh, or a water spot. I would note that down there as a possible negating circumstance. Maybe it got nicked in transit. Right. Something ha- and we don't want to cause a bad number to Correct. it. We want to let you know that Give the it a fair footage, shake. it's split. Something. Maybe something they throw wrong. this review away because the, mm. the cigar was damaged. Right. I understand that they throw the best and the worst away, by the way, on, a, on everybody's thing. Uh, so if we end up getting um, six people, four of them end up counting. The high and low end up going away. Here we are, four of us doing this. Whatever we do to the cigar is probably going to be what it's going to be. And you've got to have some consideration for the, this is somebody's whole business. Right. So we, we, we take it serious, what we're doing. I got a question for yeah. you, Dave. You're Italian. When you make gravy, tomato sauce, yeah. you add a little sugar to the tomato. I do. Sauce. That's what the cold drawer tastes like to me. Okay. A little bit of uh, a little bit of gravy with the sugar added to it. Yeah. Do the same thing, by the way, by a little teaspoon of baking soda. Kills the acidity, sweetens it up. Well, you know what sweetens it up? Sugar. 
That's what it is. That's still why you have put it all, in the, You still yeah. have all the acidity, so you deal with it. But I put a, with it I don't go crazy with the sugar. I don't like a sweet sauce, but right. you put a little in. Just enough no matter to, what. Yeah. so there's a little Just bit take, of a taste yeah. of the sweetness. All right. Today's lighter should not be confused with the Freddy of the same name. This is the Lotus Mercury. Oh, the Freddy Mercury. I saw where you're going there. It features a dual-action flip top, two jets that come together at an angle, slight 45-degree angle, so you have pinpoint accuracy, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, a flip-out bullet punch, and get this, boys, the flip-out bullet punch, this is the best thing that I've seen for a bullet punch. Usually, the bullet punch covers the fill area on a lighter, and in this case, so you end up with particulates being jammed into your lighter as you fill it, and then the lighter clogs later on down the road, and you don't know why, it's because you got schmuckus in your fill area. Technical term, folks. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> so they have a little, a little dud spot so that when you're done cutting your cigar, you flip it down, the dud spot kicks it out, and it's on the opposing side as the fill area of the lighter. It's an Audi. It's yeah. If you were a belly button. <laughs> it's an Audi. Right? So the Lotus Freddy Mercury retails for twenty nine ninety nine. It is the queen of all lighters. Queen of I, all lights. I, I see. And this one should have had the oversized wheel on the bottom because then it would have been a fat bottom girl. There we go. Now you getting all this? Yeah, I'm picking it up. I'm, I'm going to take this and I'm going to ride my bicycle all the way <laughs> to Lotus headquarters and let him know. We are the champion of lighters. <laughs> <Lotus. laughs> uh, check, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just starting to drink. It's going to get ugly around 10 o'clock tonight, isn't it? Uh, I think 1 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> My prediction is the bottle will be half empty by then. So as now we light it, we're, we're tasting taste because what it, what other things that they're looking at now is going to be um, combustion. Is it uneven or is it razor sharp? Is the uh, combustion hasty or is it slow? Again, one through five of uh, what direction you're going to go there. It extinguishes or burns steadily. And again, asking flaws on it. Is it smoky or voluminous? Voluminous. Voluminous. A little or voluminous? Is it hot or is it cool? Is the ash flaky or firm? Is it the ash itself very dark or is it white? The complexity. Is it one-dimensional or multi-layered? Is there harmony? Little or much in harmony? Is the body... Um, full or what is that elusive mm-hmm. and is it the power the boldness is it mild or is it bold and there's a first third a second third and a third third to write descriptives in there of taste in aromas now I don't know how you guys do it but on the taste and aroma because they list them separate I write them separate I put a little aroma with a colon and then a couple of lines down I put my taste with a colon so that I can differentiate between the two. All right. Now, we don't want to flaw anybody. We're going to write down whatever you're going to write down as far as taste and stuff. And after we have it written down, just like we did before, then we'll say what the answer is. Because if you say something, so you're already going crazy on the first third, um, which you haven't smoked the first third of. So you're kind of jumping the gun, but that's how you do it. As soon as you start tasting stuff. As soon as I get a flavor, I write it down because this third could develop into something else. So I want to have all my notes down all at once. I agree. 
Usually I write down my initial thoughts and then and adjust it as needed. Let's face it. This is a robusto <clears throat> size. It is starting where it's going to get. Yeah. In most cases. Yeah. In the case of a Toro, I, I will often wait a little bit until it gets to its change and see what it develops to. But prominent flavors, I write them down right off the bat. All right. I got a couple. I have an idea what the cigar might even be already. Shaved out for the very end. Yep. I feel like I've had it before. Can I say an aroma that I'm getting? Have you written down any aromas? I have yet? not aroma. I have not. So <laughs> hang on. You, you go too fast for me. I can't go that fast on this. I want to give it everything I have. Well, because so, you spend instead of your time smoking, you spend the time reading all the crap that we're going to be reading later anyways. Well, I want to make sure that somebody listening in knows what's going on here. As little entertainment as we have going on in here. 58 blind taste testers from around the world. 58 total blind taste testers. Four of them on the Cigar Authority. Here we are. Averaging 20 people for each cigar. So, um, 20 people. So, four of them on the Cigar Authority. So, we were talking earlier. I may be wrong here then. We have 58 blind taste testers from around the world. Total right. of 58. So, if each of us... Oh, no, 20 people on each cigar. We're four. So, no, there's a lot more than just us. Right. We're not going to have that much of a skew on this, I don't think. Ratings are going to go from... So, people see a 100-point rating this in uh, Cigar Journal. We get to choose between an 83 and a 100. 82 is the lowest you can go. 0.5, 82. Okay. 82, right. 82 is the lowest you can go, and 100 is the highest you can go. Just so you know, I have gone below the 82. I have not. Have you gone below 82? Uh, the lowest it? I've gone is 84. 84? How about you? I think 83. Really? I've gone below an 82 because, listen, if I got an 82 when I was in school, I'd be cheering. That <laughs> was actually good, right? You're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to put your own demons into the... <laughs> I ended up doing it. it. Just on a rare occasion that the cigar just was like ammonia or whatever was going on, and I go, it is not, because in 82, according to this, is what? Mediocre? Below mediocre. It's below mediocre. It's I guess, okay, yeah. 82 so is I bad. I guess that's all it has to be. So... 96 to 100 is five stars. It's a classic by itself. 91 to 95 is four stars. That's excellent. 88 to 90 is three stars. Very good. 85 to 87 is two stars. Good. 83 and 84 is one star. Mediocre. And an 82 is a bad cigar, I guess. I like how thorough they are with this sheet because it really hits every, every point that you could really think of when you're smoking a cigar in order to rate it. Yeah. So it's it's really in depth. I would like to see something along the lines of what Barry does with the cold draw mm-hmm. and how long is the finish, because that plays that <laughs> plays a part. Maybe not in the overall rating, but it would play a part if that was listed in the magazine saying, okay, some people like a long finish and I, some people like a short finish. I agree. That's the one thing that stands out that's missing. There should be finish. It could Maybe happen. Maybe we write to them. Mm. Okay. Anybody have the flavor and aroma on the first third yet? I got my flavor. So. All right. Everyone's got a flavor already? Mm-hmm. All right, Barry. What do you uh, got for a flavor? I got a few things going on. I got a little bit of subtle pepper with a hint of mocha and a touch of maple with a little red pepper on the retrohale. 
A lot going on there. I said sweet red pepper, worn leather, and mocha, chocolate, cocoa. Okay, Mr. J. All right. I have the aroma of, and I don't know if you guys have ever been into Haverhill, Massachusetts, but there's a bakery called Fantini's. I don't. So I used to live on Freeman Street, which is the street adjacent to Fantini's Bakery. And when they would start cooking bread at 4 o'clock in the morning, it had this overwhelming aroma that covered the entire neighborhood. And that's the aroma that I'm picking up off this cigar, the aroma of baking bread, and the taste is a little cinnamon toast crunch without the milk. Completely the opposite of these guys. Yeah, I'm not getting any of the spice. I'm not getting any of the pepper. I have pepper, I have charcoal, and some floral and spicy aromas. I feel it in the nose, a little tingling yeah. going on, like the spicy, like peppery, but even more spices than that. Not cinnamon, though, but more um, spices that you would put maybe on, on a meat or something like that. A little Montreal seasoning. I don't know what that is. <laughs> kind of like a dry rub. Dry rub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of, of what the aroma of that is, not of the taste. He's so concerned. Here, but, uh, <laughs> he is so concerned that whatever you're saying is inappropriate <laughs> that he just has to come out and say, yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that spice <laughs> is. Because we're talking about dry rubs. He can't just assume that you're talking about a dry rub. <laughs> he assumes you're going in the gutter. Right. It might and be he something immediately sexual. distances himself from it. Hey, my mind lives in the gutter. If it didn't, it would be homeless. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, this is a real skill. Yeah. Yeah. How about you got you got some strength here, right? Yeah, it's got a kick to it. Yeah, but it's it's smooth at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is, I'd say these tobaccos have a bit of age on them. Okay, so now let's look at uh, combustion. Combustion. The line of the cigar where the ash meets the cigar is the combustion line, and that's one thing to look at. See, this would make you crazy, right? That this yeah, is not that burning is, yeah. properly. You've got to fix that. I don't. It's don't per- show me. It's perfect. <laughs> but I'm, what I'm looking at is the combustion line, not th- whether the line is straight, but the thickness of the ash that connects to the ash and the uh, tobacco leaf itself. So that line of black soot that would be there, the thinner that is, gives me the indication of the combustion. How good the uh, – is it razor sharp? Is it uneven? And I would – uh, I would say it's not razor sharp, but I'm going to give it a three and a half out of a five myself. All right. I've already scored mine a four. I okay. have four as well. Give it mine a four. Okay. So it's going to be uh, very close to a four, but I'm going to say three and three quarters, right? As an average. And um, is it burning slow or is it burning hasty? Someplace in between there? I already mocked mine. Yeah, we're about 20 yeah. minutes in. Mm-hmm. So I am going to go with a, I'll go with a four mm-hmm. as far as. Ditto. Yeah. Me too. I went three. Three. It's going to be a three and three quarters also. Mm-hmm. And we have a extinguishes or burn steady. No. I think it's too early for that, right? Yes. Here's what I do on mine. I put it down for 30 seconds and see if it just is continuing to stay lit or if it partially goes out, and that's how I rate. Right. You guys do it however you want. I think it's too early for that, though. I it's agree. Too- I usually don't score that until about yeah. the halfway point. Um, do we go anywhere here on smoke? Is it little smoke or voluminous? Voluminous. 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 Yep, that section I have already scored. Okay, I'm going to score that now, and I'm going to do that here. And you guys are all set. I went to two and a half. 
You said three. Three. On the smoke, I went four. Four. We're at a three average. I got four. Four with three and three quarters again. Mm -hmm. Wow, we're really canceling each other out on everything. Yeah. Um, and is it hot or is it cool? I already scored. Yep, I scored that a two. Gave it a four. It's a little burning a little hot for me. Really? I can feel it in my fingers halfway up the shaft. Giggity. <laughs> Go easy, Barry. <laughs> Moving the bottle to the other side. Uh, you're shut off. <laughs> I'm at a three. I'm at a three. It's, yeah, I'm it's about, about a three even. myself. So where, where are we at here? At, a, at maybe a – you did a four? I gave it – yeah, I gave it a four. Four, three. You gave and, it a two. It's a so three. we're tied up at three. Tied up at three on an average, which is exactly what I said. Now, we're not too far to be able to rate the ash – Okay, of, of the color, color, of the firmness and the color of the ash. The color of the ash is gray uh, for me, which would be in between a dark and yep. a white, which is exactly a three, I would say. I concur. Yep. Is there any value to that to anybody? You know, I, I've seen well, many people say, look at the white ash, like it's a good well, thing. Well, high magnesium. Magnesium, right. Yeah. But does, it doesn't affect the taste at all. If the ash is black, is the after is white. Do you care? Do you guys ever notice... Cigars with a higher magnesium, so a whiter ash, on the relight, you get more bubbling from the relight. You know, right up against the, the ash as you burn that ash off, that magnesium boils, it looks like. And on cigars that have a darker ash, it just lights up. No boiling. I say as long as the ash isn't flaking all over the place or if it's not falling off in chunks, I'm totally fine. I don't care what color the ash is yeah. necessarily. But. And this is a, the, the, the ash is firm. It's staying good. It's staying yeah. tight. It's not flaking at all. Looks like a stack now, of dimes. See, yeah. I look at something like this where it's starting to flake on the ash itself, and that's kind of how I look at it. I, I rate this pie. I mean, they're asking for the answer. Mm. I rate it. I give it no consideration at all for it. Rating number doesn't no, no, mean me anything either. to me. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. So I'm going to give this a four as far as um, the flakiness and whatever. That it's it's firm. It's almost perfect. Not quite. I'll give it a four out of five. I went five. Yeah, I went three. I went four. You went three. So five. Seven, four. four is the answer. Four point two. Four is the answer. Four and. Uh, now, as far as complexity, harmony, body, and power, we got to get further into yeah, the cigar. Yeah, I saved that for the end. end. Okay, so this Very all has end. to go at the end. Yep. And we're still on our first third of the cigar. we got some taste. I say by the time we come back on the, from the break, we'll be ready to enter that second third. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's do that, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Cigar Journal when we, we come back. This is um, cigar number 1641. I don't know if this is interesting to anybody at all. but for it's all the not people interesting out there, to me. No? All the people that think this is all fun and games, we take it serious. When we come back, we're going to continue the blind taste test. Uh, we may guess what the cigar is. Um, this is not part of the blind taste test. Uh, but it might be fun to try to figure out what it is. Uh, see if we got it right or see if we got it wrong. We won't know that until next week. We'll tell you uh, what that cigar is next week on the show. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. 
so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studio. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast. Now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Want to know what's up in the cigar world? We got all that. And we are continuing the blind takes test for Cigar Journal. It's Barry's Bachelor Party. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And I got a little whippy between the break. From you got to listen. The food is pouring in. <laughs> this is this is going to be a Bachelor Party unlike anybody else's Bachelor Party. Yeah. I think it's going to get down and dirty. It's going to be lots of um, bad food. Is what it's going to be. Good <laughs> food. Lots of good food. Man, well, they, say, that he loves. they say that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, and that certainly is the case with you, Barons, <laughs> because uh, Tate brought you in the largest whoopie pie 
yeah. I've ever seen in my I've life. I've never seen anything that big. Yeah, it's a cake. It's not a yeah, it's a cake. Pie. I yeah. feel sorry about that. Oh, well, thank you. Ian brought him a knife and fork. He's not going to need a knife and fork for that. Is there a brand name yeah, on that? Uh, is the inside of your shirt clean? Oh, you haven't eaten with this shirt No, yet. I haven't eaten with this shirt. I have not used the napkin yet. That's it's the inside of the shirt. Nobody sees it. Nobody sees anyway, it. Anyway, it's from the Candia First Shop in uh, Candia, New Hampshire, and it's called the Ultimate Whoopie Pie. It is, sure is. Yeah. And it he is. left a price on it. That's a it was faux good. pas. <laughs> is that a faux pas? I got you, I got you, Tink. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know that it was $5.46. Wow, for a whoopie pie. It's a lot of that's money massive. for a whoopie pie. Yeah. That's massive. But, but look a, at it. Do you yeah. think you could finish that in one sitting? Oh, yeah. God. You think you could? Yeah. <sighs> Derek, you think he do can? You, do you even know who he is? <laughs> I, I'm just curious because you know I'm a big dude too. I couldn't. I I could probably get through a quarter of that before I tap out. Oh my god! Yeah. You are an amateur. That is that is a starter, right? But we weren't left out right there for it's a like meal. a whole box of Susie. We cues. weren't left out. We got the snowballs and we got the ho hos. Even Mr. Jonathan does, but yeah, his why is, is mine in the shape of male genitalia. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you would did like you, it better. He put him up like that on purpose. Yes, he did. I'm leaving it Sno- like that. Two snowballs and the ho ho, and right in the center of it. Yeah. Oh, we're missing it's the ding dongs. Uh, <laughs> oh, we've got ding dongs. Yeah, we got ding dongs. I, I really tasted the Zaya rum during the break. Uh, this is the twelve-year-old Zaya rum. I like it, and I, I'm not even a, a big drinker, and uh, especially straight booze like that. But it's got a you, you mentioned vanilla to it. Very, very vanilla, prominent. a little sweetness, and it, you don't get that burn that you get. It's good, it, and I, you can see why it was meant to be a sipping rum. This is mm. not something that you shoot at a party. Is that a twelve-year bottle? Twelve. Twelve-year. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Oh, wicked. Wicked yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with that. So uh, we are smoking cigar number 1641. What's happening right now with it? We're going into the second, third. Is there something happening here different than was happening before? Barry, what do you think? I think the uh, sweetness of the cigar has begun to uh, transition outside the building, uh, taking the form of Elvis that has left the building. Um, the pepper increased slightly. There's the introduction of a little bit of a hardy wood nut note, and the earth, uh, the finish is a bit earthy. Yeah, it, it, it built up some yep. steam and strength. It started yep. off strong. I think it's building mm-hmm. in some power. You know, we were saying it's it's got some power to it, but it's underlying and it's not yep. overpowering. It's starting to build into that um, this lot, lot of strength here. For and me, it has pe- a little bit of a Brazilian tobacco taste to it. I, I think that the pepperiness has certainly faded off uh, faded. in intensity, yeah, for oh, me no. anyway. Yeah, well, no. it's still there through the nose, but I'm yeah. not getting that sensation on my, on my tongue. I got a lot of pepper here. You guys are so far off, it's not even funny. It's the aroma of cinnamon rolls baking. You got a little bit of the bread. You got a little bit of the sweet, a little bit of the cinnamon. You got the, the sting taste. of the cinnamon, but no, no sweetness. This is it. coming from the guy that doesn't eat cinnamon rolls. He doesn't eat ho no. He doesn't <laughs> eat He tries to remember what speaking, they taste like. Speaking of cinnamon, uh, atomic fireball candies. So not I get the sting that you're getting on your tongue. I just don't identify that as pepper. I'm identifying that as a cinnamon sting. I'm no. not getting that. I don't have any cinnamon. No. Hey, I'm Lester. fine if mine's the one they throw out. And as Barry <laughs> said, of the of the sweetness leaving the building, the sweetness is gone. There's no sweetness to it. There is to the rum. There isn't to the cigar at all. Uh, I'm getting still charcoal, still pepper, intensity of those charcoal, flavors. Huh? Wood is wood is yeah, good. Yeah, it's getting oaky. Yeah, I'd say oaky. Get a, a, like then I hit the halfway point. I'm getting a little bit of a strong espresso, not from like the Lavazza machine or anything like that, 
the type of espresso that we're probably going to have in the North End tonight after dinner. Mm -hmm. That really strong espresso. I'm digging it. I'm like I'm liking it. You liking it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what this actually is. Yeah, because I think a little this, heavier than what I would yeah care for. And this is like right up my alley. Yeah. So, you know, this is something that I probably you know go out buy a few. I got a question for you. Yep. Not to put you on the spot, mm -mm. but you have the four of us reviewing cigars blind. Let's say we all gave the cigar ninety three, ninety four. But as a retailer, it's a cigar that you don't carry. The fact that we rated a cigar in unison so high. Would it change your thought process to maybe bring that cigar in? It, it does to a certain degree, but um, that the cigar is good is important. But, we, you know, I, I've gone to cigars that I rated in this process in the past three years that I've been doing it to a cigar that I ended up rating very good, and one in particular comes to mind. And I remember that it didn't sell. We did take it in. It was a good cigar. That's why I took it in in the first place, but it didn't sell. And it was the packaging. It's the marketing behind it. It didn't go well, and I never brought it back. Even though I said, well, wow, it was a good cigar, I probably said, wow, it was a good cigar when I first made the purchase to begin with. But it's, it's um, designed wrong. or Something is wrong about the cigar that didn't make it sell. I'm a retailer, and it's not just the best cigar. Can the cigar sell? Because there are only two kinds of cigars. Those that sell and those that don't sell. And we can shove it on somebody and say, you should give the cigar a try. And we do. If we think a cigar is good, as a um, cigar salesman, we try to pick the right cigar for the right customer. Hey, you should give the cigar a try. I think you'll like it. The guy ends up trying it. Whether he liked it or not, he never bought it again. What's wrong with that? That's the marketing, promotion, activity behind the brand itself. And maybe... It, it, for some reason, turn somebody off. There's a lot of other factors that go into uh, people yes. wanting to try and buy something yeah. that a, we a, can't control. A cigar, the, the band on the cigar has so much flavor to a cigar, to the consumer, you can't even imagine how much it is. This is the way to smoke a cigar mm -hmm. without even seeing what the band is. Now you're giving it a true opinion and taking right. away packaging and advertising and everything behind it. It's all gone. Now all you have is the raw cigar itself. You know, what is the cigar? It's burning well. It tastes good. It's a little full-bodied. I know who I would, the type of customer I would put on it. But now when we add the band to it and the packaging to it, you may say, oh, no, the guy would never buy this cigar because yep. of the way it looks. I don't know. Again, we don't know what it is. Right. Although I do have my theory that's growing stronger by the So moment. do you have a guess on the country of origin? Because I certainly know what it is. Yes. How about you? Yeah. Mr. Jonathan? I always have a guess. All right, Barry, what, what country is this? Uh, Nicaragua. That's correct. Yep. And I, when I say I know it, I just know from the taste. I don't know for certain. Right. But there's Nicaragua tobacco in here for sure, yep. right? Yep. And it has that taste to it. And 100%, um, there has to be Brazilian tobacco in this as well. Probably the binder. Because I'm getting a little bit, as the cigar <clears> goes deeper, I'm getting a little bit of that coffee nut. Uh, no, a little bit of nuttiness to me that's, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with Brazilian tobacco. And aroma-wise? I'm not getting much aroma off the cigar. Spicy? Yeah. Spicy and kind of earthy. Yeah, I'm Gritty. not getting the earth. Gritty. I'm not getting the earth. Maybe you got to start eating Twinkies and Ho-Hos. Earth is typically Mexican. There's an earthy taste to it. I see it subtly in the back that maybe it is maybe it is a binder. 
on this. I don't know. You typically well, pick a well, neutral, Brazil. a neutral leaf for the binder that doesn't change the flavor. So maybe the hint of earth could be coming from a Mexican binder because it would be very, very muted. But it, it, it's so Nicaraguan to me. I'm thinking it is a Nicaraguan puro. No, no. I don't, I don't know about so. the wrapper. No, I don't know about the wrapper. That's like a. This could be like Brazilian Montefina, where you're That's picking up the Brazilian note, Barry. Yes. That's what I was thinking for the binder, Brazilian Montefina. Uh, at the end of this, I'm going to guess the. Uh, I'm going to guess that I don't carry this brand, and I'm going to tell you the brand, the the company that makes it. I don't know what the brand name is, but I think I know the company that makes the cigar. We'll get to that. Uh-huh. But right now, let's get to what's happening in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. This week saw the arrival of Nick Melillo's Upsetters, dubbed the Acid Killer by some. The cigar is distributed by Miami Cigar & Company. It features Jamaican tobacco and is available as a natural, Maduro, and Candela depending on the size. Did you try any? No, I had it photograph them, and it just smelled too much like another cigar that I just couldn't bring myself to smoke really? it. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, nothing you either? I'll, I, we haven't got it in over okay. in Seabrook. Yeah, I'll be trying it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Derek will review it. I I'll had, review it. I had a sample early on of what it is, and I'll tell you that it was much less of the... Uh, infused tobacco. And you had mentioned that to me. Yeah. When I took them out of the box on the cell of the photograph, it seemed much more than I expected okay. based on you saying that it was yeah. less. Um, this week, Representative Kathy Castor has officially filed H.R. 5955 in the second session of the 114th Congress. The bill, which we reported on last week, if passed, will allow manufacturers and retailers to, denote, to donate cigars for troops. The bill has been referred to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce. Now, this is, on one hand, a good news, and on the other hand, to me, it's a little aggravating because, and I listen, you guys know that I'm all for the troops, and I believe that they deserve every single cigar we can possibly send them and every ounce of support. What about other worthy charities that are also deserving? Of is this something that opens the door? Why aren't those other charities being looked at? Is it just because the military is such a hot button right now that everybody's looking to save their ass with the next upcoming election? I I like the idea of it in in respect that make this pass, and this opens the door now. There's a hole in their thing. And then somebody, other charity says, are you kidding me? And then it says, okay, let's just scrap this whole thing and and let them give cigars to whoever they want to give them to. This might be the first hole in it. It could be. How does a politician vote against it? I want to know the list of people when the vote comes. Oh, my who God. Who voted against? Who dares vote against that? Talk about a set of balls. Yeah. Or stupidity. I love that it's there. This week's Swedish match announced that it has sold 13 million shares, which is roughly 10% of Scandinavian Tobacco Group. The move is considered a sign that Swedish match is exiting the premium cigar business. You know we're talking about this because there's going to be people that are going to lock in and somebody's going to buy somebody... 
and this is the beginning of this whole conspiracy of what is going to happen in the crystal ball. Here it comes. And you heard last week, you heard Puro Sindios went. These are things that things showed up on the, on the radar. It showed up. It was only a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. Here is these things really going on. He's got his new glasses, folks. I do. He have new glasses. <laughs> he looks smarter. Yeah. Therefore, a I bit, am smarter. A little bit like Buddy Holly, if you ask me. And I, he feels smarter. You know the, um, what is it, Major League Wild thing? Mm. That's what, as I look at Vaughn. myself. Huh? Vaughn. Yeah. I got a little of that wild thing. I'm the opposite the of that. Put I'm the, the tape, opposite of him. Put the tape right in the middle there. Why? Did he put tape on his glass? I think he did, yeah. yeah. The white tape. Yeah, I got to get the lightning bolt haircut. I'm going to work on that this week. <laughs> see, we'll see if we have a for Barry's see wedding. See if Floby has a lightning bolt setting. I'll see. I think it does. <laughs> and lastly, an aver- <laughs> lastly, an advertiser here on the Cigar Authority, Davidoff, has announced this week they're expanding their xenographic leap collection to include cutters, lighters, and cigar cases. Looks nice. I saw the pictures. Yeah, very nice. It looks nice. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? Barry, you're still sticking to you not watching the NFL? Yes, even more so today. Me really? Too. Yes. You too? I, I, you guys are going to kill me. I don't even watch football. Me either. Yeah. I, I'm not into just it. Just never really interested Every once me. in a while because yeah. Chuck's there and you know, yeah. he's in Arizona right now with the game. And um, I'm taking it a step further. My wife was looking at buying new cars and um, Hyundai is a sponsor of the NFL. We are not buying a Hyundai. They're talking about a whole team on 9-11. Seattle's going to do some form of unity. Sitting out on the national oh, anthem. But they yeah. said that it's going to be very respectful. With it. So now I'm on the fence whether it will be bad or good. It's so bad. It's bad. Why would Stand they do up that? and you put your hand to your heart. United is a country. And you, and you thank God that you're a football player and you're making millions of dollars. The only country in the world that you could, you could have this thing. I could go crazy, too. Well, well, it's oh, morning, it's making me nuts. This morning, a defensive player on Tennessee Titans wanted to wear a special pair of Nikes, uh, red, white, and blue with stars, and in the back it says 9-11, and the 11 is in the shape of the Twin Towers on one shoe, and then the other shoe says never forget. Never right. forget. And he wanted to wear that tomorrow in the game and then uh, donate him to charity through a raffle. You the remem- NFL said no. So you lived in New That's York. Absurd. You remember when this happened, when this happened, how – Everybody, there was flags everywhere, yep. and everybody was patriotic, and our country was attacked. And here it is. You never forget, these people are, are turning on our own country. Tomorrow's the 15th anniversary. 15 so. years ago, you were a baby. That, no, no, I was, I was 11. I remember that. It's a baby. I remember yeah, where I was. Baby. You just yeah. got out of diapers, okay. kid. I was there. <laughs> Still, I, was, I remember. I was I remember. there. I saw the plane. Yeah, you were there. on TV. I saw him with my I eyes. was twice your age then. <laughs> <laughs> Triple your age. I was in yeah. my 30s, at least. Wow. 40s. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> My 40s. <laughs> wow, shit, I'm old. I'm going to have another drink. <laughs> My God. I think I'm out. <clears throat> Me too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. You, you guys are really keep fueling them up, huh? <laughs> you guys are really hitting want, it, huh? Pour me another one. It's good. I know. It is good. It's got a nice vanilla. Vanilla uh, taste There goes the it. new tablecloth. That's all right. <clears throat> Barry's bachelor party. So with uh, my band is off, off, so I'm down to my final third for sure. 
because we're down there. So while we continue to smoke, let's see what gentleman Chuck Morrison has to say. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the gentleman's guide to sitting at the bar. Many restaurants offer bar service while you're waiting to be seated. There are a couple do's and don'ts that you should take into consideration if you opt to belly up. If you're just there to kill time and not ordering drinks or appetizers, you're causing the bartender to lose a seat there by costing them money. Most restaurants have seats in the waiting area for people to wait in. Your server may ask you if you would like to transfer your tab from the bar to your table, but your responsibility to the bartender isn't over. You should tip your bartender a minimum of $1 per drink per person and $2 per app for some debonair quick math. When it's time to pay your check, you may deduct the apps and drinks from the bar and tip your server accordingly at no less than 20%, assuming the service was good. If you're meeting a friend or friends for drinks and you wind up at the bar and you're not hungry and you don't drink, the debonair play here is to ask for a water and slide a dollar over to the bartender explaining that you are the designated driver tonight and that he or she should keep them coming. By tipping for free water, you are at the very least not causing the bartender to lose a paying seat. If a real customer who's going to order drinks and food is stuck standing, you should really offer your seat up to them because, after all, they're trying to run a business here. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Perfect one for tonight. Uh We have a designated driver. Ed said he's not drinking. That's no fun. I know. He said, <laughs> he said I'm going to be the designated driver. I said, okay, I'll oh. meet you there because uh, I need to be able to get the exit. I'm looking for the exit. <laughs> I'm an older guy. You guys are, you know, I said, well, tonight about 11 o'clock, and you go, 2 o'clock. Perfect. <laughs> I'll meet you guys there because I ain't going to make 2 o'clock. The last time I was a best man, we went to F1 Boston. We did the adult mm. go-karts, nice. which you can't drink beforehand. They have a breathalyzer. You've got to pass the breathalyzer test if they think you've been to the bar. So you do the racing, and then you head off to the bar. And then we went to Jillian's limo service the whole way. Nice. And uh, the groom, who can drink like our friend Paul over here, yeah. uh, just kept pounding him, and he kept putting drinks in front of me. You're the best man. I was paying for it, yeah. but he's still ordering, and he's putting them in front. I ended up throwing up. In the uh, in the bucket in the limo outside the limo, it was awful. You were the worst man. I was the worst man. <clears throat> the worst man. Okay, we're not going to give our score until we come back from break, but let's get to complexity of this. One dimensional, a multi layered Barry. What do you got? Uh, complexity. Four and a half. Four and a half. He says. I got to say four. Four. Yeah. four. four. And I'm saying three. Three. So. It's going to be a four. Four, yeah. And 
harmony. The flavors all played. We all got different flavors, it mm. sounds like, but the flavors all played well together. I'm giving mine a four. 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 Four also. So that's four across the board on there. On the um, final third, what do you got for flavors? I have the aroma of cinnamon coffee brewing with a hint You're of You're still cocoa. on that cinnamon, huh? Are you hint, smoking a different cigar than us? Hint of cocoa. Okay. Uh, my, uh, this, for me, it stayed rather consistent since the first third, the end of the first third. So it still has that kind of gritty earthiness with a little bit of oak to it. Um, the pepper has started picking up slightly, slightly. For me, I got earth, a little bit of espresso with a touch of licorice starting to appear. And a hearty wood note while the pepper remains on the retrohale. And for I, the taste, by the way, I haven't done my taste. Cinnamon dusted, chocolate covered. Espresso beans. I think you're, smoke, you, you're smoking something different than, than all of us. Seriously. Um, I, this has built up in strength and power as it went on. And to add to the pepper and wood that I've had through this is also the, uh, a meat component. I could L- see that. A little meatiness happening towards the end here. My, talking like it, raw meat? Cooked no, meat? cooked meat. Overcooked meat. Slightly overcooked, yeah. huh? I haven't <clears throat> tapped the ash yet. Wow. And this is this is fantastic construction because wow. this is almost this is getting towards to be half the cigar in ash. You're, you're going a lot slower than us. I'm I'm at the tail yeah. end here. Well, I'm, I'm with Barry where it is, Jonathan's mm-hmm. a little less, and you're uh, I'm saving it for later. Yeah. Yeah. So you smoke do you normally smoke slow this slow? I smoke slow. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, maybe now, they differentiate between body and boldness and power, which we yes. typically make them synonymous. So Body being the amount of flavors, how much mouthfeel. Is it a thick taste? Is it a thin taste? Is a lot going right. on? I got a four for body. I would too. I gave it four yeah. and a half even though it has a short finish. I'm going to say four. Okay. Short finish meaning it dissipates quickly. after. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And so we're at... Which could be an indication of very well-aged tobacco. There's not a whole lot of ammonia there to just sit there and sit on your palate. Mm-hmm. I concur. But how about power now? Four. Yeah, four and a four. half, I'm at. Four. Four. So you're wrong. Just <laughs> drop the lowest score. It's four and a quarter is what it it's comes not, out to. It's not. It's four and a quarter. It's four, 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 and four and a half. Four and an eighth. Yeah, it's it four. four. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. So we have everything they're gonna here. Get, they're going to get your paper and go, what the hell is all this extra notes going on? It's just here on the side. I wrote it small. But I, uh, I have my final score, too. Well, we, well, we all have it, but just hold on hold to it. the final score until uh, we come back. So this is something to capture the attention of anybody who gives a crap. Zero of, of people. A cigar that nobody, Absolutely zero trying. people. <laughs> but uh, we're going to smoke a cigar in the next hour that is part of the care package that everybody uh, has uh, when we come back. And uh, we'll rate the uh, 1641 and light up a cigar from the Cigar Authority care package. Uh, we're going to actually start the facilities Um, We're going to start dishing out some food and uh, begin the games here uh, with a little snack or two when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your blind cigar from Cigar Journal number 1641, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. 
It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast. Or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco, richly complex yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors, a duet of two cigar virtuosos, Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room small batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them, he would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, Speed Racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. 
coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light him up. We use words like honor, code, Loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back broadcasting live from the Food Dominicana, hour number two, a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to light up a cigar from the care package, but first we need to rate a cigar, a cigar rating that will live and die with us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Here we go, and uh, it is time now to rate our cigar, the final uh, rating of what this is. We have all the information out to them. Now, this is what really counts, what people pay attention to when they look at the, the rating in the magazine, especially the manufacturer. Rating, is this something they can use? What? Rating and a guess to what the brand is, maybe? Sure. Okay. Sure. You want to start? Sure. Um, I'm giving it a 91. Okay. And I believe it is uh, Hamlet. Uh, wow. from, from Rocky Patel, Hamlet Paredes. Is that a Honduran? It's actually Nicaraguan made. It has wow. Nicaraguan in the filler. It has a dual binder, which I believe is Nicaraguan and Brazilian. And it has a San Andreas wrapper, uh, which is the only thing that's making me question whether or not it is Hamlet because it doesn't have that gritty San Andreas feel to it. But I still think it's Hamlet. Wow. How about you, Derek? I'm going to give it a 93. 93? 93. I really liked it. Uh, yes. And I, I have no guess for the right. manufacturer. Is 93 huge for you? Is that a huge number? Um, yeah, kind of. Not, not super crazy because yeah. I've given stuff 95, 96s. Wow. But, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm pretty tough on my ratings when it comes to ratings. Um, I've, I've certainly done maybe the highest I've probably ever done is maybe a 93, 94 maybe. I've given a 96. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what do you got, Mr. J? I am putting this cigar in the middle of excellent, according to their uh, guidelines here. I also have a 93. Wow. And my I'm guess, glad. I'm glad this wasn't a bummer that we were going to end up rating something bad. My guess is that this is Tony Serino's new cigar. That's Serino. Serino. XX Maduro. XX Maduro going real deep and saying exactly what it is. I wish I had written that down because I was going to say that, but I'm not there yet. I think think you're on the right track. Wow. I think I have it exact. You think you have it exact? I smoked one yesterday, if that's the case. I've had a few of them. It seems a little heavy for that. Not, well, I've never smoked this size of it. It's where I'm I'm a little thrown. I only smoke the sublime size of that. I'm not throwing you out for it. It's actually not a bad guess. I've had the Hamlet a couple of times. I don't see that, but I rated a 91 also. I'm right with uh, Barry with on the 91. So that's two 91s and two 93. So, so it's, it's a, a 92. It's a 92. It's a huge rating for a cigar. Uh, I wish we had I don't the think answer. 92 is all that big. It's at the beginning of excellent. It's just past very good. 
It is excellent. It is excellent. 92 is a great score. It's a great score. Yeah. I don't it's know something, that that's huge. If, if I received the 92, I owned a brand and received the 92, I would be showing it off. I mean, that's a show-off oh, score, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. Anything above a 90 is a show-off. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. It's funny because Jonathan and I, <coughs> uh, the, the first round of this that I was involved in with you guys, we were at the Seabrook store going through kind of some of our notes and stuff, and we had given a lot – uh, of the same ratings for certain things, and uh, he would ask me why, why, why did you give it that number? And da 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 da. I'd explain it, and he'd be like, "I remember that one. I gave it the same rating too." Wow. Yeah. So challenging it, me to really explain. It's good for and us, was, yep. saying this, we we know what we're talking yeah. about. We know what's up. I have a guess on this, and I would say I don't know the brand name, but I'm going to say the factory that it's made out of is Casa Fernandez. Oh, isn't that interesting? Casa Fernandez factory. Okay. They have a... You want to go a little crazy and well, name a farmer and just say, like, Argonorsa leaf or whatever? Yeah, that's what I'm... My point is I'm, lo- I'm, lo- I'm looking at the leaf. The leaf is beautiful. The outside wrapper was shiny. It had a look to it, like Argonosa's type of product yeah. that it is. It has the flavor component to it. I told you I, I taste nothing but Nicaraguan in here, almost a Nicaraguan puro, which could be, and that's what I'm going to go with. Again, we don't know anything. And, and we went very late. I mean, this is the end. We've got to get our ratings into them. Yep. So in case there was any other people that rate cigars in that listen to this show, we hope that they wouldn't, this wouldn't skew them in any way sure. and let them do their way. So we end up with a, with a 92, which isn't bad. But, Barry, we've got a surprise for you. It's showtime right now <clears throat> for you. The games have begun, and uh, we brought a little, uh, little beauty in for you. Oh, my there God. There it is. That looks hot. Oh, it is hot. Oh, my God. What a dish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't wait to put that in my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Wow. Oh, it's warm. It is sexy. It's hot. It's not warm. It's hot. Is it warm and moist? It is. Look at this. Is that beautiful? Oh, you got, both, you got both colors represented? We do. I can't wait to put my mouth around that. It's very phallic shaped. Words I never thought I would say <laughs> in my life. So what do you do for Barry? It's, it's Barry's bachelor party. What's going to turn him on? If these don't turn him on, these are the deep-fried Twinkies. He's getting deep moist. Fried it's a good thing Twinkies. we're sitting behind a table. There we go. <laughs> oh, I can see it. <laughs> Thank you. It is your fly-up, you perv. It is the chocolate and vanilla, and you have very very many options here. You can choose the chocolate vanilla. He chooses both. Yeah, of course he does. He could go half and half to have a little of each. I got, now, to be PC, i got to do a bite of each, right? You do whatever you want to do. I can't pick one over the should other. I, should I have half? I've never had half in my life. Who am I kidding? I will have a chocolate and vanilla. Mr. Jonathan, the question is, what do you do here? I abstain. You abstain completely. Completely. On your deathbed, you're going to look back at this moment, and you're going to regret not having the deep fried So twins. pass take that. The whole, take the whole tray. Take, take the whole tray. Pass that out to our audience. Okay. We have a full audience here today. Here's a plate for Dave. Thank you. A plate. Look and there's a napkin for Dave. There you go. So I have never had it. I have never had the official um, How about um, deep fried Twinkie. Uh, by the hostess people, already made up because they saw people doing it and they decided, why let people do this to our Twinkie when we can do it ourselves? Yeah. Barry's um, shoving it in right now. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so good. You didn't have to put the whole thing in your mouth, no, man. No, you did not. You did not. Oh, yeah, deep throat. 
He's, We've got food porn going on. He's getting on red in the face. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> All right. So I, did, I didn't bring the packaging in. The packaging is in the other room because I know Mr. Jonathan would read it out and tell us everything that's bad about it. We don't need to hear any of that crap right now. It's a deep-fried Twinkie. It's, it's almost a pastry. It, it is a pastry. It's not, it's not a John pastry. John Ryan is in the chat room, um, cigar surgeon from... Yeah. Another podcast? Should we say the podcast? Sure. Cigar Federation, and he wants to know who has the defibrillator on there. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's going down here. Um, yeah, this Probably is going to be this, Jonathan. This is all not good, but the deep-fried Twinkie. Um, or the cream, it, it, it seems like a better product. It is a better product. I, I, I don't eat Twinkies, but I could eat these all day. While you guys are uh, enjoying your Twinkies to the fullest, why don't I take a step into the asylum room? Do that. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The chocolate deep-fried Twinkie has yellow cake and chocolate cream in the middle. Wow, I didn't do the chocolate yet. Look oh at this. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and this late-breaking news flash <laughs> yeah. was brought to you by Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane and much bigger than a deep-fried Twinkie. 8 by 80. David Spargo is a fan of the Australian band Peking Duck. And on December 22nd in Melbourne, Australia, he went to the backstage area of the concert where he was stopped by a security guard. Spargo told him he was a band member, Ruben Stiles' stepbrother. The guard demanded proof, so Spargo pulled up Peking Duck's webpage from Wikipedia on his phone and pointed out his name. The name that he had added only a few minutes before. The security guard let him in with his apologies. And according to Adam Hyde, one of the band members, it was probably the most genius mastermind move that he's ever witnessed. It goes to show you you can never trust Wikipedia. And Dave introduced himself to the band who were more impressed by his ingenuity than concerned about the security breach. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! I trust the two of you are finished with your uh, confectionery delights? We're just warming up. Oh. Just so you know, we're just warming up. I can feel my, is, my blood get thicker. This is going to be the best bachelor party ever. <laughs> I think Famous this, last words oh, right there. Somebody should have done deep fried broccoli for Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> I would have been the in. The question is, now we just went through both of them, the vanilla and the chocolate. What do you think? The chocolate had that C word. There was a little... Yeah, a little cinnamon? Yes, that word. Yeah. To it. but It seemed coffee-ish. Like the outside thing was a little coffee going on there. Mm -hmm. But the vanilla one is the natural one. I liked it better. I uh, gave them both a 98. 98? <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a 98 as well. Yeah. So uh, since we're here on a uh, how do you cigar show. How do you not eat it? How do you not eat it? Just like that. I'm not eating it. I'm, we're going to get myself down to 190. I'm on a mission. 
Absurd. I want to eat in this morning at one ninety-five. I'm curious. I want, I'm Not curious what's in the bakery box that's over there that Sean yeah, Rogers. Of course you are. Uh, let's see. Let, let, let's see. Let's check this out. That's 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 oh. going to be you. I don't know if I'm going to reach. Can I reach? I don't you know. Mute yourself and. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That's all right. It looks like yeah, there we go. Tate's oh, hey, there Someone else is on the ball. There we go. Tate's we got a trip, Tripoli Bakery, which is something uh, local up here. It's good. The Food Authority. It says the Food Authority on here, and we have a, a cornucopia of delights here. We get some good Just, stuff. The suspense is killing me. Oh God. <laughs> oh goodness. Barry, tell us what tell us what we have here. We have more whoopie, more whoopie pie. pies. Well, it looks like everybody's <laughs> jumping looks like on the, the bandwagon. Big whoopie pie gave birth yeah, to you got some big brownies, whoopie pies. whoopie pies, brownies. Everybody is making sure that you are getting whoopie on Get- your bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the real whoopie, right? But yeah. really, the what's, whoopie that what's with a make it with a prostitute right before you get married <laughs> thing? What is with that? And it says the food authority. The food right authority. <laughs> so we're gearing up for the FDA when they end up stopping us from doing this ridiculous cigar talk. Which, for the record, we are a record-setting one hour. I'm sorry, 16 minutes into hour number two. We haven't cut our cigar. We haven't and talked about a cigar. Nothing. We I'm, haven't I'm, lit. I'm, I'm, I've lost interest, to be honest with you. I've lost interest. <laughs> Two of you are having your, your sexual fantasies fulfilled with food over here. I'm surprised your shirts are still on. It's not far from it's, the truth. We could change that. <laughs> still no stains. I'd be okay with talking food for the next 45 minutes, but... Deep fried twink. Oh, oh, my goodness. So, all right. This is Don Benigno. Don Benigno from Costa Rica. What do we know about this, Barry? Don Benigno might not be a name you know, but it is a name you should. Based in Costa Rica, Don Benigno is considered a cigar legend in the country he now makes his home. Having migrated from Cuba, he started rolling cigars in his kitchen to make some coin, and the demand on the cigars moved him into the factory. Today, we offer to you Don Benigno Petit Robusto as a measure of his excellence. It's available in a natural Emmandoro, and it measures 4 by 50 and has an MSRP of seven ninety nine. Okay, this is the Petit This is the Petit Robusto. Now, if you are in Costa Rica on vacation, as I understand it, and you say to the taxi driver, take me to the cigar factory. The cigar factory. They take you to Don Benigno. This is what the folks in Costa Rica smoke themselves. Yes. So not not such a big name here in the U.S., but the biggest name in Costa Rica. Right. This is what they smoke. And this cigar is part of the Cigar Authority care package. Right. So we got 500 people smoking and lighting along with us, so let's give it a cut. It's time for the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax. Everybody's on the sugar high right now. They're not with it, except for Mr. (laughs) J., Uh, and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So we'll use our Lotus Cutter, the Jaws Cutter, which I like the best of all. A little sweetness. Yeah. Interesting. A little barnyard. Yeah, a little barnyard with uh, some cedar. Interesting flavor. Very aromatic cigar. I want you to pay attention. Everybody smoking along with us on Don Benigno. They are blended for aroma. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of middle priming tobaccos used in this. You're not going to get a, uh, a powerhouse as far as the strength goes, but you're going to get a lot of flavor and a lot of aroma. We're going to be lighting our cigar today with the Lotus Mercury. 
This $29.99 beauty does feature a flip-out bullet punch. And the, as I mentioned in the first hour, the bullet punch is on the opposing side on the bottom of the lighter as the fill area. You've got an easy adjustment wheel, two jets that point in at each other at 45-degree angle, giving you pinpoint accuracy. And I know what you're wondering, Barry. Does Lotus have the same big-ass tank technology as Vertigo? The answer is yes, they do. It features the patented. So this is the Lotus, which tank. is their high-end cigar, high-end lighter, but yet the price, $29.99. is low-end, $29.99 for this. You give somebody a Lotus lighter, they figure at least a hundred bucks. I think it they, looks like a hundred-dollar right. lighter, and it performs like a hundred-dollar lighter. Yeah, it's really good. So it's good. We went with a smaller cigar because. We, well, we had the whole food segment that we now have to include We're in just our show warming notes. Up. We're just warming up. On <laughs> it's the every food. show. I know. Every show. We're the Cigar Authority. I feel like we should be smoking cigars, not eating Twinkies every week. We might need a new co-host. Here, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, since you obviously I've got to get somebody who's not against this thing. It's tough playing against, playing against you. Since Barry is obviously going to go the food route instead of the stripper route or the hooker route. <laughs> I'm going to give him a ho-ho of his own. There you go. Can I share my ho-ho with Dave? I have a ho-ho. Can we tag team he has the his ho-ho own ho together? So he has a ho, you have a ho. <laughs> the, oh, ho, ho. the ho-ho has actually not one, not two, but three ho-hos in a pack. Wow. That's so cool. It's, it, like, it's a good value of it. It's like a threesome. It is uh, now with our best chocolate taste ever. Three, not three not actual chocolate, by the way. They chocolate. don't say most chocolate ever. They say chocolate taste. taste. Now, do you it's like the flavored like chocolate? Do you like the Hostess Ho Ho, or do you prefer to Drake Yodel? I like a Yodel. I'm big on a Yodel. Of, of that type of rolled type confectionery, I would actually go with the um, what is it? The Span- not Spanish roll. It's the oh. Swedish oh, roll. Yes, the Swiss roll. Swiss roll. Swiss roll. The Swiss roll. Of my of my cho- top choice, but that's when you're being fancy. You know, you got people over. You bring the Swiss roll out. <laughs> I spent two whole dollars on this, yeah. kids. You know, that's a, showing off, basically. You don't just cut the snowballs into quarters, put a toothpick in them, and you don't cut a snowball. My my dessert of choice is always going to be the the chocolate chip cannoli. Oh. I could, yeah, I but could it's eat not them. packaged. We're talking about I, a package I, I, ready, I, I, ready for, ready to eat like the snowballs, ready to go. I, How about mini if, snowballs? Mini snow? snowballs, yeah, like is the dunk, like the Munchkin, like a Munchkin. One. Yeah. Is there such a thing? Do you remember the, the pink? We snowballs? can make it. Hostess, let me tell you, this yeah. one's for free. The mini snowballs. And can you imagine with the toothpick on them at Christmas and you have all the different colors and stuff? Uh, be beautiful. Oh, this be one perfect. tastes green. Right. What's your favorite color? Red. Yesterday we were at the golf thing, and the lady says, so it was this energy drinks or whatever the heck they had. Do you like red, blue, or green? I said, red. And she says, there you go, red. He goes, mm, you love red, huh? He said, red is, <laughs> has a good flavor to it. It's the red. Red dye number five. Yeah. It's way better than that number four crap they used to put out. Yeah. It's, a, it's one better. Mm. So Don Benigno, Costa Rican tobacco? Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, it's a unique, it's a unique taste. It's not like a lot of the other stuff out there. I'd say it's kind of closely related to Dominican type of 
uh, profile. There's that bite. Yep. It, it does have that bite. The little bite. But it does have more of an earthy quality to I it. I have the flavor right here that you're looking for, okay. Derek. It yeah. is maple syrup encrusted Brazil nuts roasted. Buttered lobster is what I'm getting out of this if we're going that way. <laughs> Way different. <laughs> Boom, one to the other. So you, you have a so fish component. <laughs> You're tasting fish. Mm. So oh, good. so appetizing. Oh, man. Fish. Ah. Straight from the You ocean. know we sell this. Mm. You, you wanted people to buy it. I was, I was saying because that was on uh, the totally ridiculous I, I, flavor. I would buy lobster before I would buy a maple-encrusted Brazilian nut. Brazil nut like has maple. a musty I'm not like quality. you. I don't like nuts in my mouth. <laughs> they're not. They're not and salty. Now, what's the difference between these two guys next to between me? Between the rum and the sugar, I don't know what's going on here. here it is. <laughs> uh, show is officially just <laughs> jumped the shark. Let's have another shot. It's on over. Yeah, let's just do it. Keep Why it going. not? Kill the bottle. Why not? <laughs> to Barrett's. Hit me! Hit me! I like this. Don't, We're getting Dave. You drunk. have to drive. You know later. Later. Keep it later. <laughs> this is forty proof. This that, isn't Dave. This isn't the lightweight stuff here. Which is eighty proof. It's good. Goes good. I'm sorry, forty percent. Eighty proof. There you go, Jonathan. Thank you. Are you doing a gig today or what do you got going on? Yeah, I got a DJ tonight. Yeah. So so much for that retirement. You've been working so much more since you I'm not announced doing, your retirement. I'm not I've got one more wedding. That's it. And then I'm done with weddings and I'm oh, done with grade school dances, but I'm going to continue with the whole swing thing as long as people will hire me and I get to play what I like. All right. Okay. Well, what, who are we kidding? I'm playing what I like anyways. That's it. I take requests. I just don't so play So don't them. play them. <laughs> Dobbinigno, short Robusto, slow-burning cigar. Very slow. Slow, yeah. slow, slow. Yep. Yeah, this so would looks, get a five on the slow-burning cigar. Yeah. So you're thinking you're smoking a, slow cig- uh, a small cigar. You're going to get at least an hour out of of a little cigar like this. Burning perfect. The combustion line perfect. We went through it on the other cigar. Mm -hmm. This would be a five. You know, very aged tobacco is going on here. Look at how thin that that line is. All right. So can we, because I did all this prep. I mean, I'm three hours into reading cover to cover cigar journal. We don't don't have time right now. Let's go to break. All right. And when we come back, we'll get to a classic three-way, a peek into the calendar. Uh, Barry's Bachelor Party will continue, and we'll talk a little about Cigar Journal Magazine and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop. It is Barry's Bachelor Party, and we are the Cigar Authority from the United Cigar Radio Network. Dave, you're drunk. Go home. Am I? You feeling The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. 
You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. 
a blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple-fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. I'm about three deep in uh, sugar confectionery. <laughs> You're about four deep shots. on shots. We're oh, halfway yeah. through the bottle. It's fantastic. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Barry's Bachelor Party. This is the way I like to party. Welcome back, everybody. I couldn't Cigar tell because show. during the break, you're saying to Barry, he wasn't eating. And you said, come on, Barry. Just, you got to do something. He's got to either have a whoopie pie, a Somebody? giant whoopie pie, a ho-ho. You want my snowballs? No, so, I don't uh, want your balls. So thank you, though. Yeah. You remember last week we did the Debonair segment about the guy whose girlfriend got upset about yep. helping a girl? Yes. He's in the chat room, and he wanted uh, to let us know that he didn't take the advice on trying for the three-way, but they also broke up. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> It, was oh, meant, it, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't right, meant to be. Right, right. Some things work out the way they're supposed to work out, and there's a good thing for it. Uh, that's the thing of Hostess. You go to Hostess. He's your friend. Hostess is your buddy. I'm dropping stuff. It's, I got a mess going on here. <laughs> I can't drink. I, can't, I shouldn't drink. It's, it's awful. You have an ashtray right here with grooves in it. I know. <laughs> There's all kinds of kids around. I've lost all attention to everything. I don't know what's going on. There's a show going on. <laughs> I'll share with the radio a little uh, trivia. Sure. In France, the bachelor party is referred to as the interment DVD garçon, which translates to the burial of the life as a boy. That's it. So wow. you're, they're you're saying you're a little gonna, bit of me is You're going to become today. a man? A little bit of me is dying today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mostly your liver. (laughs) Slow down over there. Yeah. Jesus. Somebody brought insulin just in case. (laughs) For Barry? I don't know. Are we going to rate the insulin? Can we all take – what happens if we all take a shot of insulin? I just had some of this whoopie pie. I rate it 100 in a scale of 100. (laughs) It is fantastic. That is a fresh – Made whoopie pie. That's fantastic. Speaking of better than the package stuff. Speaking of someone, I'm dying to interview on the show. Yeah, your mom just walked in. Yeah, she we're eating all the, bad stuff. We're eating all best. bad foods. She's the best. Whatever. I'll be uh, on a sugar high for the next two days. I think. <laughs> we're just warming up, and we're not going to the festivities until 4:30. We're leaving at 4:30. So well, yeah, gotta, you guys are growing two, boys, two, so you need a, to have your sustenance. I say we have no real food until later and just eat real crap, if that's what you want to call you it. You are well food. on your way. My yes. Friend. You are well on your way. I see nothing wrong with having dessert first. Right. Many desserts. Many different desserts as time goes on. I think like most bachelor parties where you, you've got to you make the groom drink everything. He's got to just keep drinking. You just make that's Barry bad. keep eating. He's got to eat all the snowballs. He's got to eat all the ho-hos. He's got to eat the entire... Whoopie pie. He's got to have at least one of those whoopie pies. He needs to go double down on the Twinkies. As I look at a regular giant whoopie pie and then look at his ridiculously large whoopie pie, that's got to be about six regular giant This is pies. a Barry Stein-sized whoopie pie. This is what he should be eating right here. It's a, it's a small it's cheese. It's the size of your head. It's size you cannot get a hamburger this size. <laughs> no, you cannot. You cannot. It's, and it's a whoopie pie. It's awesome. Awesome. 
Okay, <laughs> so uh, looking through the calendar, the big news is next week is Barry's actually wedding. What are we going to eat there, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Roast but pig. pig. Roast pig. And so. we got some chicken for you. All right, because I don't think on swine. <laughs> Filthy animal. Yeah. I'm just not yeah. into it. Corn on the cob, baked, uh, baked potato Where? salad. Where instead of uh, mayo, it's mixed with cheese. What town is this wedding in? What is mixed with cheese? The uh, baked potato salad. But it's, it's potatoes mixed with cheese. cheese. Hot or cold? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. I'm assuming warm. Otherwise, the cheese would congeal. Right. I'm interested. Spanish rice. I'm interested in this baked this, uh, potato with the, che- with, the, with the cheddar cheese. So we're potentially going to have two drunken shows in a row. <laughs> Who's vodka, not drunken? The vodka on, is on the sponsor. Yes, that's vodka right. sponsoring Barry's it's, it's, wedding. It's the Moscow Mule. Is the is the the name, official the drink? Official drink, drink of the wedding. So, someone's going to have to bring insulin and a stomach pump. <laughs> and does your name officially change at that wedding? Yes, it does. Wow! Imagine he's changing. I'm not his changing name. your liner where it says. No, that's going to be my professional name. If you call his this professional, name, you totally but your license, isn't. everything will change. Change. Yep. Wow. I don't know how I feel about I, that. I predict no. Less than three months before his actual license changes. <clears throat> well, we're not going to file everything until after the cruise. Yeah. Because we're going on our honeymoon five weeks later. Yeah. To change So it, yeah. it would be too It'll much of a rush to get a new passport and yeah. all that. Yeah. So. Three months. That's my, my over and under right there. All right. That, that's the key thing. I'm going to look at the calendar and say the hell with everything. All that matters <laughs> is that we got to get past the wedding next week. Everything else is, is a given. After that, and uh, that's that. So uh, why don't we uh, go into a classic three-way right now and see what this is all about. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today, September 10th. And uh, who's our champion here? Barry Stein? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Barry Stein. Today is the birth date of Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, famous for mixing lemonade with iced tea. It is. Champion uh, PDF golfer known as the king. He won a Masters tournament as well as um, two Open Championships in the first U.S. Open. He's a PDF golfer, Barry. He he golfs inside Adobe. Yeah, he was named PGA. PDF golfer. He's not drunk. No, not at all. He's not drunk. Oh, my God. You know who he is. You know what I'm trying to say. That's right. He's the... The guy that mixed the iced tea and the uh, lemonade together, his birthday is today. What year? <laughs> David added the vodka, started drinking before the show. <laughs> 1933. 33, Barry says. Going 32. 32. I think they're over. I'm going 26. 26 for the point. Because uh, they all were over. 29. 
29, Mr. Wow. Jonathan. Did you write that down before? You're messing around. Okay, just checking on you. Okay, Derek, you're next. Uh, I dropped my pen. Okay, all right, Bill, I'm ready. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly factor? It is. TV show host and popular uh, con, uh, conservative polit- political fair commentary balanced. program. He's fair and balanced. balanced. On the Fox News. Uh, you know who he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, um, let's see, 1945. 45, he says, Mr. J. I have that written down. 45, 45. the same thing. And for the win, Barry? 1954. 54 is over. We have two-point tie here at 45. 49 is the answer. Uh-huh. So Mr. J gets a second point. Derek gets a point. Derek start. One Derek point. Start. And One Barry, point. it's your bachelor party. You have no points. You have two more questions oh, he has to points. Go. He has points for his whoopie pie. He has points for his snowballs. My rum. All right, Mr. Jonathan. Your balls. Today is the birthday of Joe Perry. Uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Guitarist, lead singer. Uh, lead guitarist for the power rock band Aerosmith, the group known for songs like I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. A thing. <laughs> he is uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know who he is. <laughs> Joe Perry, wouldn't you? This is going in the toilet here. Yeah. 1948. 48, he says. 45. 45. 58. 58, Mr. Jonathan. Another point. 45, he says. It is 50. Wait a minute. I said 48. 48. Yeah, so I 50. Got, I got it. You got the point. Three. To one to zero. It's the sugar. It's yeah, the high it's sugar. I know. Alcohol. It throws you off. Alcohol, sugar, it's all happening. Um, what do you need? It's impossible for you yeah. to win, but you get two points if you get it exact. And um, Derek can tie it up. <clears throat> I can tie. can tie. And it is not a birthday. It is the television series Gunsmoke premiered on CBS Today. It was the second Western television uh, written for adults. And the first was Lone Ranger. The second one ends up being Gunsmoke. It premieres today on TV. What year? 63. 63. Jerk? I I had 60. 60. 49. 49 for the point, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, my God. Four. You're ahead. Four for four. That's it. What What was the year? I don't know. I twiddled. The poor people listening at home. It's entertaining for the live audience. I can't drink. Watching you be loaded drink. like this. The whole this. thing's gone. That, when I'm not <laughs> drinking, that's the best it gets. It just gets worse after that. That's it. I'm not even paying attention to this whole show. <laughs> Can we eat, eat something? Is that what you're going to say? Can we well, eat we, should, we, should, we should do a little recap on the CANH because we have a yes. little announcement. That uh, for the very first time in the five-year history of the tournament. Yeah, golf tournament. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop won. It did. Chief One of our teams. won the golf tournament. We, we took the trophy. Took the trophy home. Chief Richard Stanley. Yep. So uh, it was. They um, cheated the best. They cheated Fair the and best. square. There we go. <laughs> Castro was back room, won three years in a row. And then uh, uh, it was Tobacco, Tobacco Haven. Haven, won the fourth year. And each year, here I am sitting on the sidelines and, ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any good golfers. What's going on in this year? Boom, we got it. So it's a big thing for us, but it's, it's bragging rights. So we're bragging. For those of you who saw the picture of Dave taking a leak on Facebook, <laughs> he was uh, not taking so a leak. He is. He was. He was taking not pictures. Cool. Not cool. He was taking pictures of cigars in different spots, and I see him walk over to the woods. I must have go, clicked man. twenty-nine pictures before I found the one where his left hand was just in the right spot. 
Boom. I, I am a lefty. Bagged. I am a lefty. Bagged. When you got to go, you got to go. Anyway, so that was that. Um, what do you think of this? Dombiting? No. We got any more flavor components? There's people smoking along a little, with us trying to pay attention. A little barbecue, a little uh, charcoal. Get that twang, though. Right? Yes. That twang is yep. still there. Well, what do you tangy. want to call that? Tang? Tangy. The Costa yep. Rican tang, I believe it's called. No. It, 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 remember tang? You mixed it. Yeah, the orange stuff. The orange stuff. Oh. Tango. You know what a tango is? You'd actually pour the tang in the bottle of vodka. And it's tango. So now it's a flavored vodka, but it's still 100% vodka. And yeah. That was it. And that was the, the way the kids used to drink in the day, tango. The kids. The cheap. We used Is to, that that uh, orange bottle I see when I go to your house? No, I don't do the tango. We used to take spoonfuls and just dump the spoonfuls in our mouths and chew it. Just, just chew raw, it. Yeah, really? just chew it raw. Yeah. We do, we'd, uh, oh, we were, we were stupid kids. We would eat, uh, we would take the packages of ramen noodles, just open them up and Shake the seasoning into it and eat it like a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I've never gross. done that. We were stupid kids. Lot. Yep. You, just, you just got him excited, though. He's like, oh, a new way to Yeah, hey, yeah, you should try it. I've it's pretty tried good. That. Yeah. There's another packaged food that I haven't done the experiment with. Yeah. Oh, I've, super I've processed. noodles, but mm-hmm. have you had it raw? Raw yep. noodle, uncooked completely. No? no. Raw is the only way. Yeah. Yeah. Or am I talking about the wrong thing again? No. Okay. It's good. All right. All right. So, you want to uh, talk no. about Cigar Journal? Go ahead. Say something about Cigar Journal. Well, we had uh, <clears throat> op- right opening up, uh, and they, they bookend the, this edition. The new edition. The new edition. Cigar Journal. The autumn 2016 edition. With First edition to have actually a girl on the cover. I believe that is to be the case. So are they going after Cigar Snob where they have the pretty girl on the cover? Uh, there is zero cleavage in this picture, so I'm going to go with no. Okay, they're going she with She has all else. of her clothes on. But she has that kind of teacher needs to see you after school look about her? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not saying she's not hot. I'm just saying they're not going after Cigar Snob. They're going after the nanny state of how they're stopping tobacco and Different things state to state. Kind of looks like she's ready to hit you with a ruler. So big theme throughout the entire magazine is the plea to, the impassioned plea to the cigar smoker uh, with opening up with the line, those who fight can lose, those who never fight have already lost. And the, the whole issue is bookended with that theme, finishing up with the uh, European Cigar Rights uh, Organization, which it was formed only weeks ago, you can go to Cigar Rights of Europe. I know we have a lot of European yeah, listeners. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, formed only a few weeks ago. And yep. if you live in Europe, you absolutely should join. All the details at CigarRightsOfEurope.com. Great issue, as it always is. Uh, a lot of people, the first thing they do is go to look at ratings. We're part of the ratings. It actually is the first thing I go to because I want to see if something I rated ended up showing up. Uh, you guys can now start looking at that stuff. So we, we look at it and... We find David Garofalo listed. We find Barry Stein listed. Yeah. We find Derek Stewart listed. And I'm like, oh, my God, they forgot Jonathan. Dying last Hang on a second. He texted me, ha-ha, you loser. They left you out of the magazine. So did Big Jim over in Seabrook. Really? I'm in there. Under, because they're looking under Jonathan. Yeah. Or his B, name, yeah. his last no, name. I was looking J. for his last name. Yeah, Barbeau, but he has one name and one name only. Is that right? That's correct. It's Mr. Mr. Jonathan. Jonathan. How cool was that, right? It's awesome. They called you Mr. Jonathan. Did you have to ask for that or they just did it? Tell the truth. I asked for it. You asked for it. There we go. (laughs) There we go. So with all the FDA stuff that's going on, I found one article particularly interesting because you've got Robert Caldwell, whose booth was very busy at the trade show. Yes. 
and his cigars are going really good in the United States, but yeah. it looks like he's not going to have a future in the United very, States. Very possible. And the entire interview is how he is starting to take over in Europe. Wow. He's, he's really focusing and doing events all across Europe. As he and should. pushing his brand outside of the U.S. because it looks like he may not be able to survive here in the U.S., but he wants to stay in, in the, the business. business. So he goes to Europe. Pretty interesting. Um, my friend Sean Elliott just came into possession of some very rare Davidoffs, mm-hmm. Cuban Davidoffs. He's got uh, about two boxes worth, and there happens to be a, an article here about Cuban Davidoffs and what you should look for and what is... Be warned about them, I'll tell you, as a consumer of one single cigar ever, it actually lost any flavor it had to it. Of the Dom Perignon that I smoked. Right. I, I smoked one of them too a while back, and I, I agree. Yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing there. What a shame. Yep. You know, and it was a big, big thing at, at its time, but I think it's lost it. Um, so we went over the ratings. This issue has 60 cigars rated by 58 people. Um, 20 cigars per taster is what it averaged out to. And I look at the high and the low. Okay, what is the highest rated cigar in this issue? And I don't know if you got, got to that cigar in your group that you ended up having last time, but the Padron 1926 number 2 Natural. A lot of people go to the Maduro when it comes to Padron 1926. But I tell you, go to the Natural when it comes to a Padron 1926. The, the Maduro seems a little heavy for me. I go to the Natural. I really, really like the Natural better than the Maduro. I go Maduro. Me too. Me too. But and then I'm, I'm with on you the on the 26, that. I go to the Natural. Yep. They said so too, and they rated it a 96. Huge rating, Very, 96. Yep. Uh, that becomes the five-star, and that's um, in a league of its own. The lowest-rated cigar was interesting also. The lowest-rated cigar was actually a Cuban cigar, a big-name Cuban cigar, which is a Romeo and Juliet. It's the Julieta, the small-size cigar. They tend to burn hot. I didn't uh, taste get that cigar. I've yet to get actually a Cuban cigar in a blind taste. I don't know if it's because it's not allowed or how that works out, but only one star rated a 90, 83. An 83 on a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, so I saw that too. I thought that was very interesting. Other cigars of note would be that got uh, 90 or better, CLE Corojo, Perdomo Craft Series Maduro, Nesta Miranda Collection, Davidoff Art Edition 2016, all got 90s. 91 gives you the Davidoff Grand Perfecto Escurio, Christoph San Andreas gets a 92. Davidoff Yamasa Pyramid gets a 92. And as you pointed out, the Padron 1926, number two natural, all the way up at 96. So if you got 20 bucks, right? You got 20 bucks and you want the best 20 bucks you can spend on cigars, here's what I recommend. Buy a $12 cigar and an $8 copy of Cigar Journal magazine, and you will have two hours <laughs> yep. of a vacation. That's where you spend 20 bucks. That's, That's perfect what combination. I so it's a mini vacation for 20 Now, we're bucks. drinking rum, and, I, and I, one of my favorite parts of the magazine, page 42, they do the cigar pairings with the different spirits. And the spirit that I want to look up, although I'm not a huge pineapple fan, but they made this one sound delicious. There's a pineapple rum. That, I mean, it really sounded awesome, so I may go out and, and try to find it. You're not a fan of the pineapple. Not a fan of the pineapple. I am a very fan of the pineapple. <clears throat> I would say my I like favorite. pineapple by itself, but as a flavoring, very few people use real pineapple to flavor things. And you know me, I don't like flavorings. Gianna made dinner this week, and she cut a pineapple in half, took the pineapple out, and then made a chicken pineapple dish with rice and something else inside the pineapple. 
That's the, the presentation, range. yeah. That's pretty cool. It was delicious. It was awesome looking. was delicious. Um, love the pineapple. Fan of the pineapple. It's almost like candy. Is it bad for you or something? Because it's so good. Pineapple is so good. Pineapple is very good for you. Yeah? High it's in delicious. vitamin C. In fact, it is the best cough suppressant that there is. If you have yourself a, a nagging cough, How come you drink pineapple this juice. Weeks and weeks ago when I couldn't stop coughing on the show. I told you before the show and after the show you should drink some pineapple juice, and you stopped listening when I said fruit. Yeah. <laughs> didn't say it didn't have ho ho in the name or hostess, <laughs> so you were out. The hostess pineapple chunks. Pineapple uh, flavored Future ho-hos? of tobacco could end up being 100% organic. There's a, uh, an article in here on page 110 all about organic farming and how it is better than regular farming when it comes to tobacco. Doesn't Christian already do something like that? There's a few guys out there. There's a few. There's a great article on it. There's a great article. You learn a lot in this magazine. You know, it's not just ads and and the same old stuff that's on there. There's always something. It's such an amazing uh, magazine of the things they put out there. yeah, uh, some interviews with people that you wouldn't, you know, smaller guys like uh, Abe Flores and Robert Caldwell. You mentioned professional musician turned cigar maker Abe Flores. Abe Flores went to school right down the street over here. Customer, customer goes into the cigar business. So uh, part of um, the CANH golf tournament, um, we had diff- twenty, I believe, twenty different manufacturers participate. Thank you to every one of them that did that. Most of them showed up, and, and I know that. They're asked by every organ- yep. state organization. It's hard to say yes to each one of them and all that, the money that's being spent. Uh, we asked them before August 8th to get the cigars to us and everything that happened because you can't give away cigars anymore. Mm-hmm. What does the future hold for that? People were asking, do, do you ever do it again? How do you do it? Well, we hopefully know. this bill passes with the House of Representatives and there's a little loophole in there for donations and then that's it. I would imagine that the last donation that they're going to allow is something that helps Fund Fight, yeah, tobacco funding right? for fighting for legislation. You would think so. You would think so. So, Don Benigno, what do you think? Well, we're halfway through here, and we're at uh, – what the hell time is it? My phone isn't working. Yeah, we got another about <coughs> seven, eight minutes. That's pretty good, man, for such a small cigar. Yeah. Every time I smoke it, I ask myself, why did I wait so long to smoke another? Very different. It's very different. It yeah. breaks up the monotony. I mean, granted, every cigar has a different flavor profile, but this cigar is so different, it breaks up the monotony. And so, the Maduro version of this is very different than the natural version. It's not just a darker wrapper on it. It's very, very different. Here's the taste. thing, and uh, Ed can attest to this. We would blind taste each other all the time with different cigars, and he started smith- sniffing his hands while he's smoking the blind cigar. So he ends up sniffing his hand. He goes, yeah, there's nothing on my hand. This is Don Benigno. Really? Very, very clean burning and very clean tasting. Within 10 minutes of your last exhale, it's gone off your palate like you didn't smoke. So people that don't smoke cigars as often because they don't like tasting it the next day, yeah, Don right. Benigno is the one to go to. Very interesting. Smelled his hands after and guessed it. Yeah, he was just like... Don Benigno. I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> Usually you, you roll the smoke maybe through your nose. You been smack your lips together, and he's like, Don Benigno. You know, he's been here more than half his life. Yes, he has. 21 years working at Two Guys, and he's 40 years old. More than half his life. I kind of feel bad. And he's actually. never been on the show. Never. But next week that'll next change. Next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. He knows his stuff. He certainly knows yeah. his stuff. 
So what about next week, Barry? A little nervous. Yeah? Yeah. How about her? No, not so much. No? Did you write your own vows? No, we didn't, but we chose the vows that will be said. Yeah? So you know, you- we, we went through all the different options and took a little of this, a little of that. So you went with a little column A, a little column, column B, B, the same yes. way you order Chinese yeah. food. So it's you- basically the poo-poo platter of marriage vows. Are you nervous because you're going to be all eyes on you in front of everybody? Or are you nervous because you have now committed your life to somebody? I, I'm, not a, I'm not a public person. I, I don't really like large gatherings on large groups. Yeah. So that, you know, like, what if I pass out in front of her? That's what I was thinking. Like, is there an over and under on you actually going white as a ghost <laughs> you, and you falling be, down completely? you nervous enough to pass out? No, I'm, I'm the, not literally. Could you yeah, lose bladder control right there during the vows? No. You're not that nervous. Because no. you'll make for a great show if you end up <laughs> pooping your pants or something. <laughs> I mean, this, this would be gold. What we call in the industry gold. Do you, do you have any plans on wearing any sort of undergarment that could potentially catch anything no, that I'm leaks go out commando. of you? Nice. What is the dress? Casual. If you mean for the wedding yes. itself? Casual. It's basically a backyard barbecue with a wedding thrown in. I mean, we're roasting a pig. Right. That's not really your typical wedding fare. Are you wearing a tie? No. Absolutely not. No. I'm wearing khakis and a white Cuban-style shirt. And Perfect. Really? If he poops That's his it. pants, we'll know. It'll wow. show right through. Yeah. You don't get to use your tux again, Ed. No, black shirt. Black shirt? He's got the same exact shirt, but in black. And how's the weather looking? Uh, right now, it looks like it should be good till about 7, 8 o'clock or night, at night. All right. And then there's a chance of a slight drizzle moving in from the west. From the west. The west drizzle. A huge tinge of intoxication. <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, just an observation. Uh, as now we're closing up the show. Uh, that bottle is half empty, and Barry's water is still sealed. Still sealed. <laughs> no, we have no, no part of no that. plan on hydrating. I don't want to dilute it. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> so we got a postcard this week. Yes, from our good friend Vinny, from uh, often from the chat box and often from the mailbag. He says, "Thanks for the cowbell. Loved the store." Well worth the trip from Dudley. Your broadcast was very interesting, and the chemistry between you guys is pretty intense. We'll be back for sure. Signed, Vinny. Sent us a postcard. The very debonair of him. Very. Very. That's the way to do it. the lost art of writing somebody actually. Uh, Heidi's actually in the chat room from her bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. Yes. Hopefully so her bachelorette well. party is going better than this. <laughs> really? Did she Bunch get any whoopie f- pies? Probably not. Ah, we got we got some serious uh, hostess stuff going on over here. If she's not eating the whoopie pie. Could be a different kind of whoopie going on. I'm just saying. Well, you know, they say bachelorette parties are far raunchier than bachelor parties. That is so. what they say. Oh yeah, this one is going to be very calm, right? Tame. There's nothing going on. I'm 47. I'm I'm past the years of strip clubs and I debauchery, feel- and I just want to go out to dinner with friends. Drink a little bit with friends. Have some cigars with friends. And so can we invite everybody that's listening to where we're going sure, later? Sure, if everybody wants to come, if you want to throw that out there, by all means. All right, so we're going to Stanza di Cigari in the north end tonight. Uh, we'll be there, I'd say, by 9 o'clock. Between 8 and 9. Between yeah. 8 and 9, which we weren't going to get there. Yeah. I'll be leaving between 9 and 9.15, so <laughs> the party can begin. But, uh, yeah, show up anytime after 8 o'clock and hang out with us and uh, have a drink if you're anywhere in the area and you're a friend of the show. Barry's buying? Barry is not buying. <laughs> Barry is not buying. B-Y-O-M. Bring your own money. And, uh, yeah, have a, have a cigar with us and tell us uh, whatever. 
bring cupcakes and things like that. We'll be stuffed. We're oh, going to the north end. Yeah. We're going to the north end. Yeah. <clears throat> put the feed bag on. Yep. So are you going <laughs> to um, Santapio's? What's going on? No, we're going Food-wise. to uh, Lemoncello's, I think. Lemoncello's, Lemoncello's. I've never even heard of Lemoncello's. I've heard it's very good. I never went myself. It must it, have opened after the 80s. If there's a customer in Nashua that recommended it whose name escapes me. I don't know if Ed Buck. So Buck recommended Lemoncello's. Is, it, is Buck a fat guy? He's in the club. He's in the club. <laughs> All right. He's in the club. Because don't ever trust a skinny, skinny guy, guy to tell no. you where to eat. No. Forget it. Then it's no. a beautiful looking plate and there's not enough food and it just goes ugly there. So that's it. Next week is Barry's wedding, and we'll tell you all about uh, what happened tonight. Or should maybe we don't? This is like Las Vegas. We, uh, we I have no secrets from Heidi, so no we secrets. We'll tell you everything. So it's uh, going to be a first podcast, from what I understand, at the very least, the first cigar podcast, uh, certainly for a live show, and uh, that will be uh, a wedding. And uh, we'll save the divorce show for a later time. It's the wedding show. And Barry and so Heidi. appropriate. She's is. listening. It is. I hear she's listening. She knows I'm joking. She knows you're drunk is what she really, knows. Really. So Barry and Heidi get married in seven days from right now. And that will be brought to you by Hammer and Sickle Vodka. Till then, tune in. And you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Before I do my thing, I want you to just shoot that shot right shoot there. It. Shoot it. Shoot it. Pound it. Pound it. I want to make shoot sure that you go over the edge. All right. Hey, and when you're sipping your, is that Zaya? Yep. Your Zaya rum and smoking your Don Benigno Petite Robusto. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Smooth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's